Hello and welcome to this episode of the Living Business Podcast. Over the course of this series, you'll be hearing from regional business owners and market experts on themes such as energy efficiency, waste management and sustainability strategy. Hello everyone, Uh, my name is Nigar Salmanova and I am the Sustainability Lead for the Living Business Program in the MENA region. Uh, Joining us today is Keith Bradley, who is the Global uh, Living Business Program Lead, who will be taking us through the key pillars of creating and embedding a sustainability strategy. And we also have Dina Epivanova here with us, who is the Global Head of Sustainability at IFCO. And she's been working on the group's own sustainability strategy for some time now and has kindly agreed to share her experience with us today. Uh, With that said, I'll pass it on to you, Keith. Uh, Please take us through it. Thank you very much, Niga. And thank you all very much for joining us. This is such an important topic. We're really excited that this year in the Living Business Programme, a lot of companies have been asking about how they can develop a sustainability strategy. Um, It's so important that businesses do have one. I'm just going to talk through very briefly the key things that we at Globally believe should be part of any successful sustainability strategy. So the first thing we need are metrics. Metrics really tell you where the organization is today, maybe where it's been over the last two, three years, and they form an important baseline. They help you understand what could be important components of the strategy, like what is it, you know, how much is your energy consumption? How much is your water consumption? How do your staff feel? Because the social side of sustainability is just as important as the environmental side. So gathering some metrics, understanding where the organization is, and then they they start forming an important baseline so that you can, can track your progress as you implement the strategy and watch how the organization develops in real time in numbers. The second area is materiality and impact. So what's important to your organization? There are many, many things that every organization could do as part of a sustainability strategy and as part of a drive to greater sustainability. And it's really important that you decide at the outset as an organization, what is important to you. So we'll talk a little bit more. And I know Dean is also going to talk about materiality and how to get a good understanding of what's really important to your organization as you prepare the strategy. The next is the framework you use. Now, for example, we as part of the Living Business Program, we use an ESG framework. And there are three pillars, the environmental, the social and the governance. That's a very common and well-known framework. There are many other frameworks and many companies devise their own frameworks based on the materiality, the things that are important to them as an organization and how they want it to be communicated. But it's really important that you do have a framework that your team, your other stakeholders, your customers will understand and relate to because this is how the sustainability strategy and all the objectives you set for yourselves get turned into something which people remember and people can relate to. So a framework is is the third and really important component of a strategy. And then the fourth one is time bound targets. So where are we going and when when are we hoping we'll get there? So those are the four components of the strategy itself. Uh, There are two aspects of implementation which we believe are really, really important. The first is alignment, how we work with the rest of the organization. So the sustainability strategy, we do believe it's important for most organizations to have a separate sustainability strategy because sustainability is so important in today's world 
And in order to get sufficient focus on sustainability within the organization, it helps to have a separate strategy. It helps to empower the people who are going to be primarily tasked with implementing sustainability. But at the same time, that strategy has to align very closely with the rest of the organization. We'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. And finally is your reporting. What do you disclose? So yes, you, you create a sustainability strategy. You tell your team that you're doing it. You tell external stakeholders you're doing it. How are you going to report back to them on progress? Are you going to do any form of certification so that you actually have an external party come in and say, yes, you've attained a certain standard. Maybe it's a lead certification for a building. Maybe it's ISO 14001 for sustainability itself or 50001 for energy. And finally, assurance. If you're not certifying, if you're not choosing to follow a certification route, you may want a third party to come in and give a stamp of approval on the reporting you're producing on the metrics that you're showing to say, yes, um, we believe this sustainability report is accurate. Just the same as you have an order to go in and confirm that your financial reports are accurate. So it's really useful to have um, someone come in and, and give a stamp of approval on your sustainability report. So that's a very high level overview. So that's the theory. That's it from my side. I'm really excited to have Dina here. She is, uh, she's got a long track record, not just in IFCO, um, but before that at Tetra Pak in implementing sustainability. Dina, thank you so much for joining us. We're really so happy to have you on this call. I'm really excited to hear how you're going about implementing sustainability in what is one of the region's leading industrial businesses, a business that started in Sharjah. It's a great success story for, for the Middle East region, for Sharjah, because it now really is a global food group. So a huge task you uh, took on board when you joined. Uh, really excited to hear how you've been going about it and how it's going from a practical perspective. Thank you so much, Keith, for all your uh, big words. Uh, it's an honor to be here. And yes, I will uh, try to um, unfold some of the aspects that Keith has uh, articulated. Uh, how do we do it in practice? Uh, regarding the process, let's say it took us uh, more or less around one year. Uh, which uh, is uh, not short and lo not long. Some do it uh, longer time, some do it shorter, but uh, this is how the process uh, looked like. So during the first three months, we were looking at the baselines to uh, shape the targets. You need to understand where you are, right? And we were consolidating the data to understand our uh, sustainability profile as a group, not as a separate business unit or some of these business units, but our whole footprint of as a corporate. Because at IFCO, uh, we have been active in sustainability, but before building the strategy, it was mostly focused on palm oil value chain only. And while we started building the strategy, it comprises much more uh, all the operations we are in and the whole value chain. Uh, so therefore, it was in a way uh, many new insights that we have uh, received. Uh, then uh, there was a month of aligning on the ambition when we knew where we are, when we have uh, gathered the stakeholder voice, uh, both external and internal, to understand what is important for stakeholders. Uh, we have had several sessions of alignment with the board. 
we came up as a sustainability team with a suggestion on how we see the ambition should look like, what should be the targets, and of course there was an alignment process and sign off. So later we started to translate the strategy into annual plans. So our uh, fiscal year starts 1st of July and the whole uh, process was uh, designed in a way that by the 1st of July we have sustainability as specific KPIs to people and specific uh, targets to business units. So the official launch has happened uh, very recently, 1st of July. And uh, you will ask me how to do it. Uh, so it's innovations, it's you start with the basic things, they also help. Uh, it's innovations and it's again designing your product. When you have these absolute targets, you are forced to think at the level of new launches and designing how to uh, design a product in a way that it's immediately contributing to your sustainability targets. So this is something uh, that I think important to mention. There's much more than that, but uh, I want to finish here and <laughs> hand over uh, back to Keith. I think that's, that's it from my side. So just once more, I summarize four key ingredients for a strategy. Gather the metrics, do the materiality analysis, agree a framework, and then set some time-bound targets. And then in terms of implementation, work out how you're going to implement the strategy in the broader organization. Obviously align it with what the, the way the organization operates. We all have planning cycles, we have KPI cycles, so the sustainability component of the, overall, the organization's overall strategy needs to slot into those. And then look into disclosure, certification, and assurance. How are you going to report after a year, you know, what are you going to report? How are you going to do that? Is someone going to certify it so that people can tr trust you and be confident that you're really fully committed to the strategy? I think now is a great time to just move to the Q&A. Uh, Dina, there's a question for you. Yes, sure. Yes. Yeah, so someone's asking, what was the triggering event for your organization to go towards the sustainability shift? Well, this is a very good question. Uh, I think uh, in our case, it's the owner um, engagement into the topic uh, and understanding that we have to start now when uh, your key stakeholders, your owners, your board or top management uh, understands that sustainability change is not just separate initiatives that you can take here and there and so on. Uh, as soon as it is a topic within a much wider, broad, global landscape, uh, you have to play the rules of a bigger game, which you don't choose. And the rules are now different. It's not just initiatives and projects and something fancy and nice. It's a transformational change of your organization, which is expected, and only this will be enough very soon for you to be assessed as a sustainable company. Exactly, and I mean, a strategy is always the first step before you move on to reporting. Reporting should always be that final uh, thing that you do. Uh, so yeah, definitely. I think soon it's going to be required for most companies, if not already for the public uh, listed companies. Uh, so yeah, 
definitely get a start on it. Uh, it's the time to begin, and we're all here to support you with that through the Living Business Program. Uh, I just want to thank both Dina and Keith for the really inspiring insights and the amazing experiences that you've shared with us uh, today. And I, I believe most of the participants can now go and apply this in their own businesses. Thank you all for attending. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's it for this edition of the Living Business Podcast. We look forward to welcoming you to the next episode.